0: promise the other day I'm just gonna start showing you different angles of my office and yes I wore a tie just for you you know who you are someone out there in the comments said I like it when you wear a tie so just for you I'm breaking it out maybe a couple of times a month uh, for those that you who are wondering this is a Tom Ford tie yes the career I had uh, before leaving the rat race at 45 was very name brand. It was uh, not good. Not good. Living in the rat race for sure. But as we talk about the financial news today, it is Monday, May 2nd. We have now left April behind. Uh, For lots of us, April was not a fun month. However, if you were raising dry powder, if you were getting your shopping list ready, you probably slept really good at night. Uh, As I saw at the, Uh, NASDAQ S&P had their worst month since 2008. More on that later. Uh, A couple of things that I've noted down today. Some of it will be Buffett advice, Buffett themes. They had their Berkshire Hathaway party this weekend. I think there might be a decent chance that that was the last one uh, that Buffett and Munger do together. Uh, Munger, I think, is in his early 90s. And uh, I don't know how, much, how many more times he will be able to do five or six hour sessions. So if you were there, congratulations, let me know. Otherwise, uh, kind of went out with a bang. I think they, they covered a lot of important topics. One of the big ones, Warren Buffett was asked, how do you beat inflation? How do you beat inflation? That is a great question. I thought Warren Buffett's answer, once again, was rather simple yet powerful. Warren Buffett basically said, become exceptional. Become exceptional. Invest in yourself. He went on to talk about if you're a doctor a dentist, but it is anything. If you're a nurse, if you are a software salesperson, if you are a retail clerk, whatever it is, become the best. Invest in yourself. If you are close to revenue, if you impact revenue, uh, you will be in the best position. So again, uh, I thought Warren Buffett's advice there was really, really good. Again, invest in yourself. Your abilities can't be taken away. Once you have them, they are yours. That is very interesting advice. It, you know, Something that I teach in my course, how to get started one rental at a time, is learning how to learn a market. What does that mean? Well, for many of you, it's you learn the skill in your backyard. For me, that would be the Bay Area. I did that for a year, but nothing cash flows, nothing, not even in 2000, anything cash flowed in the Bay Area. It is that skill that I built up that I then took to a brand new market and learned it much, much quicker. So I am giving you a skill, a skill that you will be able to use for years, if not decades to come. It is repeatable. The same process I learned the Bay Area is what I did in Fresno. Just different zip code, different criteria, all of that stuff. So again, sage advice from Warren Buffett. Um, read an article from I uh, I don't know a, I don't know. What, I think calling a self-help guru is probably not. I don't know what else to call it. But basically, name is Chris Bailey. One thing that I'm trying to do, because again, we do this daily seven days a week together at 730, is I'm trying to be more intentional with my day. Yes, I know I will be here with you at 730 every day, but what do I do after, right? How do I round out the rest of my life? So Chris Bailey says, if you want to dominate the week, do these three things. One, set intentions. I think of them as goals. What are three things that you want to accomplish during the week? Two, create a task list and an accomplishment list. I got to tell you, I'm great at task lists. I suck at accomplishment lists. I don't know what it is to me. I have to get around this. This is a weakness. This is something I have to improve in. I am great at the next thing, the next to do. But that is not a great way to live. You should also celebrate your accomplishments. In fact, in my book One Rental at a Time, I am very honest with you. One of my greatest failures was not enjoying the journey. Shoot, I have to leave the workforce to write the book to even get a little taste of the journey. So don't do that. Uh, Number three, self-care ritual. This could be anything. I'm talking to more and more people about journaling. I've never done that. I've tried to do it. It feels awkward. Maybe it's calling a friend and just chit-chatting just to check in. Maybe it's working out. Obviously, I typically lean on that. So again, Chris Bailey, if you want to dominate your week, set intentions or goals, create tasks and accomplishments list, self-care uh, rituals. Man, the 10-year has been jumping. It. I actually wrote down the number and crossed it out five times. Started at 2.94, then 2.95, then 2.96, 2.97, And forget 2.98, it just jumped right to 2.99. The 10-year note might hit 3%. In fact, it may have hit it in the last hour or so. I have not checked. This uh, This is Fed Week, folks. Fed Week, May 4th. It is coming. Consumers are increasingly asking, can I live without it? Folks, discretionary spending is going to fall. The richy rich may have one more party summer where they take their trip because they've been cooped up, but this party is over. The consumers have the single ability to cause a recession all by their lonesome. So this is very, very, it is coming. I think we are going to get less things. Think retail, think Amazon, think cardboard boxes. And we are going to get more flights, more hotel stays, and yes, likely more Airbnb stays. This could be the blowout of all blowout parties. Read an interesting article from the chief economist at Bank of the West, Scott Anderson. Bay Area lost 2.5% of the population during COVID. I have told Bay Area real estate agents that this is a trend that is coming. It is too gosh darn expensive. You add on top of that quality of life and we are not adding the next generation. I've lived in the Bay for 50 years and we have always had the next generation come behind us. Folks, COVID broke it. The Bay Area has a very good chance of not being what you and I know as the Bay Area in five to 10 years. Texas, Tennessee, Florida, That two-year COVID break has caused an entire reevaluation of where tech is going to be done next. The Silicon Valley will always have some, there is no question. But is it possible with the loss of 2.5% of the population that we've seen the peak? Maybe. Maybe. For those of you in the market, I feel bad for you. April was rough. But I do want you to realize that it is very likely the pain is not over. Uh, I went back and checked the Great Recession fall in the S&P 500, and it was down 46% peak to trough. NASDAQ, I believe, and the dot-com bust went down more than 80%. So while this fall might feel overdone, it might feel like a buy-the-dip moment, I don't know what it is about the dumb money, but when the Fed changes its opinion and they're no longer your friend, Sometimes it's better to get out of the dodge and wait for that to kind of reverse. We have just begun the rate cycle. We're very likely to get our first 50 basis point move on the fourth, which I think is Wednesday. I am now calling for 75 in June. This is just like my 50 basis calls before it was not popular, but they came true or likely will come true. I now think 75 is the likely answer for June. Wage inflation is not cooling off. That is the big bugaboo. That is what the 70s were all about. Go back and check the 52-year spreadsheet. Inflation had its fits and starts, but it was really anchored by wage inflation. Friday's uh, PCE reading highlighted wage inflation is accelerating. The Fed looks at that and goes, shit, that's a problem. And I don't think wage inflation is going to slow down anytime soon. So again, the Fed meeting, what are we going to get? What do we expect? I expect 50 basis points. We shall see. I expect them to announce plans to reduce their balance sheet. Watch this one. This is a wrinkle. This is a gray area. This could be market moving and will impact the 10-year. How do they reduce the balance sheet? Does it start Now or in June? Is it 50? Is it 75? Is it 100 billion? What is it? It will be market moving. And then during the Q&A, which always happens, will Powell talk about 75 basis points and a need to front load and not be done and all of these things? We need to figure out where neutral is. This is not a number. It is more of a range or, quite frankly, a feeling. It appears the Fed presidents that have talked about this in the last 30 days have put a low end at 2% and a high end, thank you, James Bullard, at 3.5. It is very likely somewhere in there. If you saw my whiteboard discussion about 2022 and 2023, I pegged 3%. Still feel really good about that 3% call from weeks, if not months ago. And then finally, uh, what about asset uh, sales again? How big will there be? When will they start? We have more, uh, we have mortgage applications on Wednesday. I want to be very clear with you today on Monday, that number will likely be ugly, 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 ugly. Refi demand likely will finally be down 75%, purchase demand likely will be down as well, double digits. We have demand destruction and supply destruction and an entire market just locking up. I think we see it first in mortgage applications. Some more earnings to look forward to after the hours today. We got MGM Resorts, Avis, and Clorox. MGM Resorts, Avis. I want to get a feel for their summer bookings. I have a feeling they're going to be outstanding. Tuesday, Hilton, Coors, Airbnb, Starbucks, same deal. What is going on with Airbnb and Hilton? Marriott, Yum Brands, Sprint Spirit Airlines on Wednesday. Thursday, Niccolo, Penn National Gaming, Shopify, Zillow, Open Door. Penn National Gaming, is it gonna go the way of Robinhood or something else? Zillow open door. What is going on with you know is Zillow finally out? Have they sold all their homes? Is open door gonna stop? Right? I suspect this um iBuyer nonsense is gonna stop. It works in an upmarket barely. They overpay, they can't run projects. I buy their iBuying is going to go down as a money-losing business. And then finally on Friday, we'll have Under Armour and DraftKings. DraftKings is the same deal. Do we have another Robin Hood on our hands? where we stop giving people free money and they stop gambling? We shall see. I want to talk about foreclosures because I expect the YouTube universe to go nuts. YouTube or Foreclosures were up again 137% off of a stupid low number. As far as foreclosures go, even up 132%, we are 50% below trend. I want to say that again. We are 50% below trend. Foreclosures are not going to produce millions of units. The people that are still singing this song are, I don't know. I don't know what word to use. I'll just use wrong. So again, don't fall for that nonsense. Foreclosures will happen. In fact, we averaged between thirty and 50,000 foreclosure filings in 2018 and 19, long before the pandemic. Foreclosures happen. This is not an 06, 07, 08 repeat. Fitch Rating Agency this morning said good news, US uh, employees. We will have gotten back every job lost during the Great Recession by this summer. I actually think we are already there. I think it's a calculation error. I think in the last two years, uh, there has been a great entrepreneurial spirit. And we have done a lot of, um, you know, side hustles become full-time hustles and things of that nature. Right back to Warren Buffett, three investment tips for Warren Buffett that he's been telling you and I for decades. They repeated them. This morning. One, do your research, right? Warren Buffett is a stock guy. He reads annual, he still reads five to six hours a day. A day. That is amazing. For you and I in real estate, it's called do your work, have a buy box, network, grow, understand average, do good or great deals. Number two, buy when others are fearful. Fearful. What is clearly going on today in the real estate market? Lots of people are afraid. Lots of people will run to the sidelines. That is the time where you and I write great offers. Dion gave us an example with a fourplex written or listed at 1.3. He wrote 1.1. Awesome. Larry was shared with us by Stephen Dow on Friday. 750 list, wrote at 620. Folks, our job right now is to be aggressive investors. Write great offers. Now, I haven't heard from Larry or from Dion whether or not those deals got done or in escrow, and I don't care. I want to applaud the effort, the execution. Write great offers. Open houses, no shows, price drops. Go find your motivated seller. They're out there. They're hiding. They don't wear bright orange clothing. They're not neon. You have to work. Write great offers. And then finally, buy stocks in companies you understand. Folks, this is again, do the work. Invest in markets you know. Don't just listen to some bigger pockets or YouTube university about some city in some kind, even Fresno, California. Most of you have never been to Fresno. You should not invest in Fresno just because some guy on YouTube built his fortune there. You should find a market you know, find a market that you are interested in learning. So again, Warren Buffett, sage investing, simple, but very, very powerful. Last thing to talk about central banks, and this was eye-opening. I heard this on CNBC this morning, I believe. It might have been Bloomberg. I think it was CNBC. Central banks worldwide pumped $2 trillion of quantitative easing into the economy last year. This year, they're going to extract $500 billion. But here's the deal, folks. That's a $2.5 trillion swing within 12 months. We are going to have a liquidity problem. It is going to show up in odd places. Again, don't get over your skis. Have a shopping list. Have dry powder. Do the work. And if you are in real estate, follow the follow the execution of Dion and Larry. Write great offers. All right, folks. It is Monday. We've got Greg and Ryless and Taylor. Today is going to be an awesome day. Take care of yourself. Have fun. Bye.